Somebody shout hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Beloved, you are welcome to this episode 7 of season 4 of Biblical Phronesis. We hope our focus on Peter and Paul so far in the season has been a blessing to you and people around you. In our previous episode, episode 6, we looked at Paul's state of distress and depression in Damascus to bring out the positive side that we can see when going through challenging situations. Being down and out, beloved, is not the end of you and I in the mighty name of Jesus. Humility can actually make us to shine in such situations as it has helped Paul to shine. Today will be my searchlight on who was Paul the polymath? In other words, who was Paul the erudite scholar or who was Paul as an educated man? Beloved, before his divine encounter with Jesus on the way to Damascus, Paul uses misguided intellect to cause harm. After his conversion, however, he used that same talent to help shape and grow the church that we know today. In many ways, beloved, Paul was the perfect choice to be an apostle. If you recall, Henry Van Dyke, a Presbyterian minister, said that genius is talent set on fire by courage. I will agree, you agree with me if you are conversant with the story of Paul that he was a courageous apostle. So in relation to Paul, one can say that intellectual talent was set on fire by courage. He was beating, was out, but he picked himself up and carried on. Beloved, the more we look at the life of Paul keenly, the more we realize, the more we realize that Paul is to the Christian faith what about Einstein who developed the theory of relativity is to physics, if you are a scientist like myself. Or Edward Stark, who developed the vaccine for polio, is to medicine. And of course, if you are a literature person, what Charles Dickens, who wrote classic novels such as Oliver Twist, a lot of us read it, is to literature. So evidence of this assumption is, is written all over the New Testament, mostly in the book written by Apostle Paul himself, in the 13 books that he wrote in the New Testament. Beloved, when Jesus knocked Paul down on the road to Damascus in Acts chapter 9, he was not only stopping a man intent on inflicting severe physical and mental suffering on Christians, he was also calling a man of enormous talent and extensive intellect. In fact, Gatsky, the, the author of 60 People Who Shaped the Church, called him a polymath, and that is what we are calling him in this episode. Apostle Paul, indeed, was a polymath. The question is, who is a polymath? A polymath is a person of wide-ranging knowledge or learning. Yes, he is not a parochial person. He was not a parochial person. We shouldn't also be parochial in our ways. We shouldn't be narrow in our thinking. Let us look at few attributes. Number one, Paul was a person with encyclopedic knowledge. In other words, his knowledge was comprehensive. 
Number two, Paul was a person of wide-ranging learning. He learned so many things. His foundations therefore prepared him for the task he had as follows. Number one, Paul was born in a university town. Tarsus, in present-day southern Turkey, was a university town. So you have access to iron learning. Number two, he had access to Greco-Roman education, including library, libraries, library resources. So he was able to immerse himself in different kind of learning. Number three, he had access to Jewish education as he studied under the influential Rabbi Gamaliel. Is there in the Bible? Number four, on account of his educational exposure, Paul knew several languages. He was a linguist. He was a linguist. He knew Hebrew, Aramaic, he was in Turkey, and he was born in Turkey. He knew Greek and Latin. In fact, he most likely have written all his 13 letters in the New Testament in Greek. Number five, Paul was an eminent Bible scholar who studied the Tanakh like most of his, most Jews of his days. We Christians today call the Tanakh the Old Testament. The Old Testament is made up of three divisions. The Torah, which we call the Pentateuch, those are the five books of Moses, the prophet, and the writings. In effect, Paul was a very non was a very knowledgeable apostle. He was knowledgeable. He was perhaps firehead of the fishermen that became apostle as well. Perhaps that's one of the reasons the Lord Almighty called him, and he did so well in spreading the gospel around in the Roman Empire, beyond the Asia Minor. So the implication of the above attribute is that Paul was a teacher at art. He had wide-ranging learning, just like Jesus. Paul studied to be a rabbi. Someone developed to teach God's truth to others to guide their spiritual conduct. That is who a rabbi is. And that is who most of our pastors should actually be. Beloved, this teacher's office of Paul did not change. When he was converted. No, 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 it did not change. However, what changed was his theology. His theology changed. He became a preacher of the gospel. The words he wrote have survived many years and have changed millions of lives because of this attribute of Paul. He was a polymath. And more importantly, Paul, by the special grace of God, was able to apply the power of knowledge to his vocation. Beloved Paul, the educated man, applied the power of knowledge in his ministry. And we should all strive to do that wherever we are located, either in our secular work or even in our churches. We need to understand why Paul did so. I perceive and I believe a lot of us will concur that conversation with the Bible, that Paul applied the power of knowledge because he may have recognized that our actions and behaviors follow our thoughts. They start from the thought level. So, if we thoughtfully engineer what goes into our mind and our hearts, they will impart our ability to achieve our dreams. I repeat, if we thoughtfully thoughtfully engineer what goes into our, uh, into our mind and heart, what we read, what we watch, 
what we learn. They will impart our ability to achieve our goals. If we intend to learn how to apply the power of knowledge, we must have an hunger for learning. We must be open to experience. One of one of the, 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 the personality traits that we must have. We must learn with humility. Nobody is a compendium of knowledge. We must learn with humility. We must even allow our subordinate to teach us. We must be willing to try new, new things if we are to apply the power of knowledge. Beloved, to promote these three approaches, we can develop the habit of reading a book, a literature, by month, by quarter, but we must develop reading habit, even in our tablet or hard copies. Number two, we must invest in acquiring more knowledge through seminars and trainings, not repetitive things. We must develop the habit of being exposed to new things that will advance us. And number three, which is most fundamental, we must surround ourselves with people who inspire and lift us up regarding scholarship, people who encourage us to learn. When we use these approaches as Apostle Paul did, we will achieve our goals. In fact, most of our notable fathers of faith continue to do so. They continue to learn. They continue to leverage on the power of knowledge. They continue to gain powerful knowledge of various disciplines related to their ministry and to the secular work they do. A very good example in my own personal context in the Redeemed Christian of God is our beloved Daddy Gio, Pastor Iadeboi, who followed this approach. And we can see the evidence in the spread of our CCG. Also, Bishop David Oyedepo have done the same. And Billy Graham of Blessed Memory did the same. We must, as leaders, apply the power of knowledge. We must strive to have wide-ranging knowledge, comprehensive knowledge. We must strive to be a polymath. Beloved, let us go to our conclusion, our biblical phrases. We have four, as usual, in this season. Number one, Paul was a writer, a speaker, a scholar, a preacher, a linguist, a teacher, church planter, and a defender of the faith. What does he mean to us? Leaders can be and should desire to be multi-talented. We cannot just be one way, one road traffic. We cannot be parochial. We cannot be narrow-minded as leaders. And we think we make a difference where we are leading. Number two, courage. We set the talent of leaders on fire so that we can do the impossible. We say there's no impossibility before God. But are we courageous to learn to do the impossible? Number three, being an educated man is a plus for all leaders all the time. It worked 2,000 years ago, or there about the time of Apostle Paul, and it is still working today. It worked every time. Number four, and the final BP. Being a polymath is an asset at both individual and organizational level. In other words, being a scholar with wide-ranging knowledge, you are a scientist, but you also know the Bible. You are a scientist, you also know a bit of 
what goes on in humanities. You are a scientist, you don't know a bit of what goes on in management. It's an asset at both individual and organizational levels. So now, let, beloved, let us begin to close our memory test for this episode. Our wisdom quote is 2 Timothy 2.15. 2 Timothy 2.15, we know it very well, you can guess it. The KJV says, study to show thyself approved unto God. Study as a leader. A workman needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Don't add yourself to it, your own to it, and don't take away from it. The NIV of the same verse says, do your best to present yourself to God as one approved. Is important, not approved by yourself or the people singing your praises, but by God Almighty. A worker who does not need to be ashamed and who correctly handles the word of truth. Do you correctly handle the word of truth? Father, the only God, thank you for this episode. Please help us to be steadfast in our lives for knowledge and profit your As you airport, it was important. Help us to have wide range knowledge. Let us be holy ones that actually is profitable. Jesus, whenever I call your name, you make a way. Your name is a strong tower. Jesus, way Beloved, if you enjoyed this episode, please like us on our various media platforms and also join us at the Redeemed Christian Church of God Restoration House online or on site in Blue Forty, South Africa. We welcome comments from you. Please use all our platforms on Facebook as well as YouTube. Till we come to you in the next episode of Biblical Phonesis. May the Lord keep you safe and blessed. May He shower you with divine wisdom daily to succeed in the mighty name of Jesus.